This is Daniel White III, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Daily Reading of the Chronological Bible, Episode Number 653 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day by the grace of God in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique standpoint, this unique uh, arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Today, my beloved, we are reading 1 Kings chapter 21, I'm sorry, 1 Kings chapter 1, and we're actually going to read 21 through 31, and then we'll pick up reading from there if the Lord tarries his coming and I don't die between now and then the next day tomorrow if the Lord tarries his coming and we live 21 through 31 first Kings chapter 1 verses 21 through 31 shall we pray Holy Father God hallowed be your name Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Holy Father God, as you know, I don't deserve to have lived for 62 years. Uh, I thought I would be dead a long time ago by now. And so, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for allowing me to be here and allowing me to fulfill the purpose that you gave me uh, in multiple ways. Holy Father God, I thank you for the people on Facebook 1, Facebook 2, and Facebook 3. The Daniel White III Facebook, Gospelite Society Facebook, BCNN1 Facebook. Thank you for allowing us to be live on BCNN1. Thank you, Lord, for all of my children setting me up uh, uh, in a perfect manner and in a perfect way. Lord, this is the result of their hard work down through the years for me to be able and in this position to continue to preach the gospel. Lord, first for many years, almost, uh, I guess, 20 years plus, uh, Lord, the old-fashioned way, which had been done for hundreds of years, traveling around the world and preaching the gospel live to audiences, I never thought, Lord, as you know, that I would be able to preach to the entire world at one time, live and on demand and in multiple other ways. That's you giving man the ability to do something similar to what you have done. 
which is amazing, and that is uh, a person like me can preach your holy word live to an audience, and with the great help of my son Daniel Ezekiel especially, but all of my children have done it in the past, put it in as a podcast, and it can be heard uh, around the world on demand, uh, and um, and we'll stay there until you come if no one evilly takes it down. Um, and, and, and that's that's an ability that you have that you have loaned to man and loaned especially to the church to get the gospel out and that ability is to be able to do something one time and have it to go out in multiple ways and uh, continue to do what it did originally to different audiences at different times of the day. It is a system that you, because you operate by systems, you gave us a system to do something similar to what you have done when you created the universe. You created it, you set it, and you did not forget it but it runs automatically because of your words and your power. You don't have to get up and do something every day to make it swirl around. <clears throat> and that is a godlike ability that you've given to us to get your gospel out in the world. While I am sleeping, there could be uh, hundreds of people listening in other parts of the world like I am live. So thank you, Lord, for this technology. Thank you for sharing your genius with wicked, evil human beings and uh, allowing us to get your gospel out to every nook and cranny of the world in these, what some believe, last days. Uh, Lord, is all you, and we give you the glory, praise, and honor. And, uh, and we thank you for your genius. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your mercy, your love, and your grace. Your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and what you did there, Lord, his death, his burial, his resurrection for us is beyond genius. We can't get over it even now. Uh, Lord, some people take it for granted, but some people don't. Your true born-again ones don't because it is the most remarkable thing that has ever happened, the greatest thing that has ever happened in the history of the universe outside of your creating the universe and creating universe from nothing and so Holy Father God thank you for your mercy love and grace your Holy Son the Lord Jesus Christ your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word and for all of the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us and Holy Father God I praise you and I thank you 
once again this morning. Thank you for leading me to pray in an earlier service this morning. And I pray once again and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us all. And uh, Holy Father God, Lord, we individually, for those of us who are saved in my uh, wicked and evil and feeble family, and in this audience and around the globe, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Wash and cleanse our hearts, minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ. And make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. Crush and crucify, Lord, our wicked flesh as your saints. And, Lord, help your saints not to pray with me. It's not enough for them to agree with me in my prayer. But they need to pray as well. And those who are participating right now and who will participate, Give them a mind to pray. They don't have to pray as long as I do. But Lord, give them a mind to pray the prayer that you want them to pray. Uh, crush and crucify our flesh and the old man within us. And fill us all with the fullness, the power, the unction, and the anointing, the fruit, and the liberty. Lord of your Holy Spirit. <clears throat> to love right, to live right, to think right to do right and to act right and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. Holy Father God, allow me to pause a minute and thank you for allowing me the blessing of living in a peaceful, quiet, and safe community. So quiet, it is the quietest place I've ever lived in. So quiet, 24 hours a day, we don't hear anything, even with the air condition off. And uh, I thank you for blessing me, Lord, to be here and to live in this not only safe community, but quiet community. Uh, I have cherished it for as long as I have lived here. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor. I thank you, Lord, for the people who keep it quiet. I thank you, Lord, for my neighbors who are quiet and uh, and I just am so thankful for that and for the people who uh, keep everything so uh, wonderful, beautiful, and uh, clean around here. And Holy Father God, uh, I pray that you'll help even the people participating in this service to be thankful for the blessings that they have and not to take them for granted. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you will deliver each and every one of us uh, saved in my family, in this audience, in this country, and around the globe, in the audience that will come later on today, and deliver us, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin today. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to walk in the power of your Holy Spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Uh, Lord, 
uh, to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, to put up with devilish people right, understanding that we do not wrestle with flesh and blood. Lord, help them to realize, uh, particularly my wife and her family and my family, to understand that they're already defeated because you're the one defeating them and to give up and to stop trying and striving to hinder the ministry, to hinder the gospel. They have failed. My wife has failed for 34 years and you're the only one who could sustain this winning streak over the devil and over her foolishness. And Lord, I pray that all of my children would overcome the fact that they never had a loving, godly mother who loved them and cared for them. And, uh, uh, and get over it like I got over it, over the confusion in my family that I was raised in. And use what I learned to be a blessing and help to others by your hand, by your power. And now, Lord, no doubt over a million young people have read my books, Letters to Young Black Men, Letters to Young Black Women, Letters to Young Black Women, that was born out of the pain of growing up in a family that was not done biblically. And I basically parented these young people in the way that I should have been parented. And I thank you for the pri privilege of putting that in practice uh, with my own children. And my daughter, Danny, being the oldest, has done pretty much everything I wrote in that book uh, and did it before the age of 30. And I do believe that she's pursuing her PhD, if not, uh, or she already has it, uh, close to it. And uh, the rest of our children are implementing the, these things as well. And uh, these things have made them extraordinarily successful in their lives before they left home, uh, impacting the world for you. I, like I don't think any family has done Lord, I would be shocked to learn of a family that has done more to further the gospel than our family uh, by your grace. Uh, and they've already done great things. They've already done things in their youth that grown people, 50, 60 years old, have never done, have never thought about doing. And some have thought about it, but they didn't succeed. All of them have written books. Uh, my children who are uh, the first three children uh, and the others are following them to travel around the world and uh, all of that and to get their education as well. So I give you all of the glory, the praise and the honor for you are the one who used my pain from growing up in a hellacious uh, disobedient environment uh, without knowing you as Savior and but and everybody being religious but lost and no real training going on you took that and led me to write those two books and other books to help young people to find their way uh, and I thank you for how they took off 
I give you all of the glory, praise, and honor. And so, Holy Father God, I pray now uh, that you will help those of us who are saved to be humble, to pray, to seek your face, and to turn, to repent of our sins, to turn from our wicked ways, and to get back to you, our first love, for those of us who are saved. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the complete salvation, for the salvation of my wife, Marika White. Uh, I've done my part in giving her the gospel privately and publicly for 34 years. Uh, she is religious but lost. Open her blinded eyes and stop her deaf ears. Help her to lay aside her pride and help her to get saved. I pray the same for her mother and her aunts. No matter how much they say they are saved, they, they do not act saved. I pray for my mother and my sisters and all of our family members. We all have been steeped in religion all of our lives, uh, but not born again. So because born again people will strive to obey you. They may fail sometimes, they may falter, but they will get back up and you will chastise them for their sins so that they will learn the lesson of obedience and uh, and I know for a fact that you do that because you did it with me uh, I'm not doing things today uh, that uh, I used to do not because of my dad chastising me not because of my mother chastising me it is only because you chastised me. Uh, I was proud and rebellious and stubborn even after I got saved and you had to corral me and take me to the woodshed. And as you know, Lord, I count it as a born-again, born-again experience, my second experience of being born again, learning the lesson of obedience and how that you blessed that. And as I have told my wife recently, uh, one of the reasons why I know she's not saved is because she's never learned the lesson of obedience. Before this service this morning, she was disobedient and disrespectful and not submissive. Oh, she is right now in the church service, but after this service, she's going to do the same thing and uh, have a nasty attitude and blow and roll her eyes and all of that, which she's been doing for 34 years. And uh, uh, she has never learned the lesson of obedience like many people in my family and in this audience and around the world. I believe she has not learned it because she's not saved. And uh, uh, and not only that, she has not learned, and many people have not learned, that you bless obedience, and you will not bless disobedience. You never have, you're not doing it now, and you never will, contrary to, to the false teaching that has been going on for the past 50 to 60 years on TVN and uh, on um, Daystar and, and, and through the charismatic prosperity gospel movement. It has been a hodgepodge of mess. And everybody, every born-again child of God 
and those who still have their anointing, they know that they cannot be blessed by you if they are sinning against you. For you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And you have things in place and ways about you that you can get our attention real good for those of us who are your children. And I thank you for it. And I thank you for the chastisement you put on me to help me to learn obedience. I didn't learn it from my father. I didn't learn it from my mother. I didn't learn it from my grandmothers. I didn't learn it from even my first pastor, even though he tried my first real pastor, even though he was the only one who tried to do so and who confronted me about my pride, my stubbornness, and my rebelliousness. It took you to break me and to make me and to mold me and to, to understand that I need to, uh, if I'm going to serve you, I need to obey you. And that's, it stuck. After you got through chastising me, it stuck. And I think, and you also produced in me something I never had before, never thought of. And that is a serious fear of you. I read about it, but I didn't, I didn't buy into it. Uh, and I have a fear of you, of what you can do and what you will do if I don't do what I'm supposed to do. I have a reverence for you. That's, that's all you, it's not me. I'm not a good person, as you know, Lord. But uh, it's all you. You're the one who produced that. And that's the only reason why I am with my wife of 34 years today. I don't fear her. And if I lost her, quite frankly, uh, Lord, as you know, I would not be losing much because she has not been a good wife nor has she been a good helpmeet, and worst of all, she has not been a good mother. And so she could leave any time she wants to. My life will not miss a beat. Um, uh, I would miss the sex. That's the only area that she has helped me with. Uh, and I, I would miss that, and, that's, and, and to me, that's worth keeping her. Uh, but... Uh, that's the only reason I am still married and not going, and did not do like most other guys have done and go get me another young sweet thing. And uh, because I fear you, I fear what you would do to me. I fear losing your anointing. I fear uh, you're not blessing me anymore. I fear you're not using me to the level you have used me since you chastised me. So Lord, help people to understand the importance of truly being born again and responding to you when you chastise us. Uh, it, is, it is the second most important thing you've ever done in my life uh, outside of getting born again and saved. <clears throat> so Holy Father God, help your people to learn obedience through the things they suffer and not to rebel against it, and not to lie about it, saying it is a trial when they know they're getting their behinds whipped by you. So Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I pray that you will uh, lift our burdens, understanding, Lord, the things that I'm getting ready, the series of things that I'm getting ready to pray about, 
Thank you for showing us and teaching us through your servant Paul, and of course through our Savior Jesus Christ, that in this world you shall have tribulations, but be of good cheer. Uh, I have overcome the world. And then your servant Paul said, I take pleasures, I take pleasure rather in infirmities and tribulations and persecutions. And Lord, I pray that you'll help me to bring that out even more later on tonight. If you tarry your coming and if you allow us to live to see tonight. And uh, so with that, Lord, I pray that you will, uh, whatever burdens and cares that we do have, lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, and troubles, problems, and fears, no matter what we're facing, and help us to be of good cheer and to take pleasure in them. Deliver us, Lord, from all of our uh, afflictions and distresses, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. But Lord, help us to have pleasure in them if you want them to stay in our lives. And Lord, help us to always be of good cheer. And Lord, I thank you for putting that in my spirit for years, even though I did not connect it like I'm connecting it now. And so, Holy Father God, deliver us all who are uh, uh, saved, deliver us from all spiritual and mental and physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student, student progress problems, and help us to move on. And Lord, I thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are, because they could be worse, and should be worse, because we have not been good to you. And Lord, I thank you for remembering mercy and grace. Uh, in the midst of chastisement, rebuke, and punishment that we deserve. And uh, thank you, Lord, for uh, making our chastisement and our punishment and the plagues to um, have a long, continuous uh, aspect to it because we're not, most people are not, as I said at the beginning of the plague, in a repenting mood. Uh, there are people doing exactly what you said they would be doing at the end of the world. Moving forward, building their buildings, marrying and giving in marriage, divorcing and everything else and going along like nothing is happening and nothing is going to happen. Uh, this, this is the folly of our sinful nature. Uh, uh, this is uh, the result of our sinful prideful nature. We can see the darkness and the dark clouds and still don't take cover. Uh, so Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, grant me your energy, strength, unction, anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your Holy Gospel, to preach your Holy Word. And uh, Lord, I also uh, pray that you will protect my family today and all other families in the audience that name the name of Christ especially, and all other Christians in this country and around the globe who truly believe in you. I pray, Lord, for the salvation of those who are lost, and I pray that you will bless and protect us from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. 
place, Lord, upon us today, the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and help us to have everything we do and say to be done for your glory, praise, and honor and for the glory, praise, and honor and lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For we pray it in his name and for his sake. Amen. I'm not crying uh, today. If I were, I would tell you. I'll be crying tears of joy. For some reason, my eyes watered up. I have no shame in telling you that God is the only somebody who can make me cry. Tears of joy. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at 1 Kings chapter 1, verses 21 through 30. Otherwise it shall come to pass when my Lord the King shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon shall be counted offenders. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, hast thou said, Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? For he is gone down this day, and hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and hath called all of the king's sons and the captains of the host, and Abiathar the priest, and behold, they eat and drink before him, and say, God save King Adonijah. But me, even me, thy servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, and thy servant Solomon, hath he not called? 
Is this thing done by my Lord the King? And thou hast not showed it unto thy servant, who should sit on the throne of my Lord the King after him. Then King David answered and said, Call me Bathsheba. And she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king sware and said, As the Lord liveth, that hath redeemed my soul out of all distress, even as I swear unto thee by the Lord God of Israel, saying assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne in my steed, even so will I certainly do this day. Shall we pray? No, let's read verse 31. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the earth and did reverence to the king and said, Let my Lord King David live forever. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word, which is oftentimes dramatic and, of course, always true. And uh, I thank you, Lord, that it is uh, more exciting than any writings of man. And so thank you for leaving it behind for us. Help us to love your commandments, to obey them, to live by them, and to uh, teach and preach your holy word and to preach your holy gospel. Now, beloved, when I was a teenager, I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge. So I set out uh, to read the big family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days. We don't see them much today, but these are huge Bibles. But I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2 before I got bored with reading the Bible. I just could not understand it. I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ and get saved before you can understand the Holy Word of God, the Bible. So, so here is how I became a Christian, and here is how you can too. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law, the God who created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, 
accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Our bodies go to a grave. Our soul goes to hell because of our sin if we don't trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior. And that leads me to my third point. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew, 10, uh, Matthew 18, 8, Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Holy Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. <clears throat> Now, hell in the lake of fire, dear friends, is bad news. Uh, but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and to change your life so that you can understand the Bible better and learn it and do it and be blessed by it and Jesus will save you today Romans 10 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead thou you shalt be saved for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believing in your heart that he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead, Please pray with me this simple prayer and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day early one Sunday morning. Repeat after me, 
the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins. With your help, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose on the third day. I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and by your grace I will follow him as Lord from this day forward. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Dear friend, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.